This episode of Lawyers Tell All is brought to you by Law Firm Conversions. If your law firm's phone is ringing, that only means your marketing is successful. It's what happens when the phone is answered that will drive your success or failure. Visit www.intakeacademy.com and claim your free copy of this groundbreaking book along with resources on mental health for intake specialists and empathy. Plus, become eligible to receive a free 15-minute consult with Chris Mullins. Welcome to the Lawyers Tell All podcast, where Chris Mullins, the preeminent sales and communications consultant in the legal industry, shows you how it looks through lawyers' eyes. Here, innovators in the trenches provide powerful insights that help you connect with new clients, handle the sometimes harsh realities of the legal profession, and embrace the mindsets needed to succeed. Be sure to visit our website at www.lawyerstellall.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, tune in, and let's take a deep dive. It's Chris Mullins with the Intake Academy and the Expert Interviewer Series in Lawyers Tell All. And today I'm interviewing my good friend, John Hinson from Spotlight Branding. And John is going to tell you a little bit about himself. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so like I said, I'm with Spotlight Branding. We provide content marketing for solo and small law firms. Uh, what kind of sets us apart is that we don't care about your search ranking. We don't care about Google algorithms or search bots or anything like that. We are focused on helping you reach your human audience and help you drive more referrals. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get into some of that today. But uh, yeah, do it through social media, video, blogging, all that kind of good stuff. So you're using some words like um, the human audience. Mm -hmm. A little bit more about that. Yeah. So yeah, I think... One of the things that I've seen a lot in the legal industry is at least with marketing is that for, for several years, you know, especially as the internet became more and more mainstream and just more integrated with our daily lives, the, the push from a lot of marketing companies went towards search engines. Oh, you got to be on page one of a Google search. You got to make sure that your website is fully optimized for search. You got to make sure your blog posts have all these keywords in it. Got to make sure you have plenty of backlinks and all that. And what ended up happening, and I still see this a lot today, is that law firm websites and law firm content is being driven more towards algorithms and search bots than it is for the actual human beings that are going to hire those law firms in the first mm -hmm. place. And to me, that's it's a big issue because prior to the internet, you know, how did people generate business. A lot of it was through referral and word of mouth. And that still is wildly successful today. Like you don't uh -huh. necessarily have to change the way that you market your firm. You can use the internet to your advantage, but man, yeah, you know, referrals and word of mouth, I know, especially in the legal industry with referrals, uh, you know, still a huge, huge way to generate a lot of business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so are you saying that the human kind of content that you're talking about is more like speaking to that person in a language that they can understand? Like the prospect, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's, it's 
Yeah, it, it's just that natural writing, you know, the, the key things that is keeping your audience up at night. What kinds of questions and issues are you talking about most often with mm-hmm. your audience, you know, and, and you're and you're writing it to and addressing it to them, right? Like you're not, your blog post should never sound like this, right? If you were in a Houston car accident, you need the most experienced Houston car accident attorneys, the attorneys at Smith Law Firm are qualified to handle your Houston car accident. Like no one writes like that. No one, no one wants to read stuff like that. And if your website has a lot of articles like that, it's a big turnoff and it's a bad user experience. And you're turning away that human audience and, and really, you know, not doing a good job of, of displaying your own expertise that makes them want to work with you. Mm-hmm. And so how would that, that blog read if it was done correctly? So, you know, turning it around, right. It's like, you know, well, what do people need to know? Right. So common things is like, well, okay. 10 things you need to do immediately following a car accident or um, you know, why should, you know, why should you work with an attorney to handle an insurance claim or stuff like that? Or even in other practices, I don't want to harp on, you know, personal injury, but like family law, what steps do I need to take to get a divorce in my state? How is child support calculated in my state? Or, you know, business law, what do I need to do in order to start a business? What's the difference between an S corp and a C corp? You know, it's it's those it's those common questions and and that that are born out of the work that you're doing on a daily basis that mm-hmm. you already know the answers to. You can you know recite all that stuff in your sleep and it's just putting that, you know, for lack of a better term, putting pen to paper, even though it's digital and, mm-hmm. and displaying that expertise and really making it obvious that you're the person that people want to work with. Because to that point, we as a society right now, we are really focused on trying to find the expert and the person that we want to work with, right? Because, you know, if you need to get brakes replaced on your car, you're probably not going to go to a random Jiffy lube down the street. Like you're going to seek out the the mechanic shop that specializes in brakes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so to me, the, some of the other things that we need to speak to um, to attract uh, prospects is the the empathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, this is what people are are looking for. They want empathy from their lawyers yeah. and from their legal assistants and from intake. Yeah. And you know, all, all the things that they're, all the um, pushback things that they deal with, we want to be able to answer those things in a positive way that don't you worry because you're not going to have that problem, that problem, that problem, that problem. So tell me about yeah. how, how do you folks do that? Yeah. So, uh, you know, a big part of that is the imagery that you create, but then it's that messaging, right? Like, you know, imagery wise, like don't have scales of justice, courthouse steps, all that stuff on your website, like have imagery that supports the things that you're helping with, right? You know, you're a family lawyer, you have pictures of of happy families or, or that peace of mind, you know, whatever estate planning, you know, you have that that family legacy kind of imagery, personal injury, you have those pictures of accidents and and, and injuries and stuff like that. And then in your content, like I said, you're, you're, you're still addressing it. You're saying, Hey, this is what happens. You know, I talked um, on, on my own podcast a couple of weeks ago, you know, you don't have to go super deep into hyperbole. You know, you don't have to be like, Oh, if you know, this is going to be the end of your world and you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, your entire life will be in shambles. If you don't do this, like you don't need to go that far, but 
you know, it's that empathy, like you talked about, people just want to feel understood. Mm-hmm. And if, and, and that's just, that's how you be successful by displaying, this is what happens in this situation. Mm-hmm. We've seen this before. This is what happens. This is how it gets handled. And then at that point, your audience is like, okay, they get me. And, and I know that I can work with them. And so like the copy that you put together it to attract, you know, the, the prospects and, and to actually not just attract, but to take a step. Mm-hmm. And, and so some of the steps might be um, like chat and yeah. the web form and an yeah. email or schedule an appointment, like whatever those, those opportunity moments. So what, are, what are some yeah. of the best practices that, that you've noticed with that? Yeah. So, you know, especially we're talking about your website. I, I love all of the stuff that you brought up, you know, make sure that your website has that chat functionality, make sure that your website has that, that ability for people to book calls with you. Don't make your intake team play phone tag with people. Just make sure that they have the ability to coordinate those calendars and let people get on, you know, the, the attorney's calendar if they need to. Another big thing is to make sure that your website has what we call a lead magnet. And so mm-hmm. what that is, it's like, it could be a, 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 a short ebook, uh, a, a white paper, some sort of special report, even like a checklist or like a calculator, something like that, something interactive or, you know, something that people can download in exchange for some piece of their contact information. Email is best. Phone number is great. Um, but have that kind of gated in exchange for some sort of personal information, some sort of contact information. And it's just an extra resource. It's, it's, what your firm is is really niched at, you know, branding wise, like for example, um, let's say you're an estate planning uh, law firm and you really are like, you want your expertise to be in, like, we're going to find the right trust for you, right? And so your special report, your ebook can be like the comprehensive guide to the, the right trust for your family. And, and it can go and it can be, you know, just a quick rundown of all of the available trusts that are out there and a quick description of each one. And you're displaying that expertise. People can kind of get a good gauge of what they might need. And then they call you back and they schedule that appointment or they've given you their contact information. So you can put them in your, uh, your email drip sequences or some sort of content sequence to nurture them along and help them mm-hmm. kind of book that consultation. Do you ever run across where um, firms, some firms are telling you, well, yeah, the content is great, I guess, but we're not getting any leads. We're not getting anybody to opt in. I, you know, personally, I haven't heard that in several years. I'm not an account manager anymore. Uh, I'm out front. I'm I'm doing all the messaging. But, you know, there are a lot of ways you can address that. You know, if you feel like you're putting a lot of content out and you're not generating the leads or the referrals that, you know, you think you are, I would first look at, well, how are you distributing that content, right? Like if you're just putting it on your website, that's great. But how are you directing people to your website? You know, how, how are people knowing that there's something new on your website to check out. And and so that's where social media and and email marketing comes into play because you got to get that broadcast out. You got to make sure that people know you got to create those touch points with your audience so that they know that there is action out there to be taken. Mm -hmm. And for me, 
I am still a huge fan of just a simple email newsletter. Like I don't yeah. subscribe to any of this, uh, you know, talk about how email marketing is dead or that it's not effective yeah, because I yeah. see it with our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, they send out an email newsletter once a month, once a month, because that's not going to annoy your audience at all, because that's another concern I get. And it is such a huge driver of referrals because your contact list is out there. They see your firm name come in. They see, you know, the subject line that pro tip subject line should be the, the featured piece of content in your email. Don't, don't have your subject line be Smith law firm newsletter. People aren't going to know what's in there. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to be compelled to open that and learn more, have it be a featured piece of content where you're addressing something that keeps your audience up at night, but that's going to create those touch points. It's going to remind them of who you are and how you can help. And then generally you're going to have one of two different actions being taken. They're going to reach out to you and say, Hey, I didn't realize you did that. I need help with this. Mm -hmm. Now you've got repeat business, or they're going to send that newsletter along to someone say like, Hey, this is a law firm that I've worked with. I trust Mm -hmm. them. I know you're dealing with this, or I think you need to get this handled you need to work with them. Now you've got referrals. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I think it's a really, really valuable marketing tool that law firms aren't taking enough. Advantage I, of. I agree. And I mean, when we, we teach um, intake and attorneys about how to handle the prospective client call and convert as well as the client call. But my point is that whether you, whether you have a prospect calling you and you convert them or not, just, and in even your past clients and your current clients, get the newsletter to everybody. And you don't have to be pushy or aggressive. You just be, okay, so Mrs. Smith, also, um, I just want to let you know that uh, we have a free newsletter um, and I'm going to send it to you. I have your, your email address and the subject line reads X and you can watch for that and you're going to get it every month. And that's it. You don't ask them. You don't be aggressive and pushy. You just kind right. of soft and gingerly and this is for you and it's free. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Everybody, right. everybody, even the people you can't help. Exactly. Yes. Everybody. Because I mean, and, yeah. And that's one of the things that I that we talk about a lot is, you know, marketing funnels traditionally, they have a start point and an end point. But a lot of times there, there's two really big groups of people that get left out. There's the group of people who don't make it all the way to the end of the funnel. They're still in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the people that have gone through the funnel. And giving you a yes or a no. And a lot of times law firms just stop communicating with them one Mm -hmm. way or another, right? Mm -hmm. They either retain them as a client, they get the work done and then they're off. Or it's like, no, we don't need to work with you. And then they just get shipped off somewhere. Yeah. But just because you get a no doesn't necessarily mean it's a no, not never, right? Like you can still put it. You don't know who they know. You don't know what kind of network they have. You know, there, yeah. there's so much untapped potential. In, in a oh, there's a ton. That, in 2023, there's still a ton. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there really yeah. is. And the thing is, is um, these people are already coming to you. So it, it should be like, make one call, do it all. To, you know, tell them as much as you can and get in that newsletter and then create like an experience team of um, team members that their job is to continually call people that you couldn't help just to stay in touch and see how they're doing, but just to keep that, that touch point with them and past clients, same thing. They might have a new case or a referral, but go ahead and keep in touch with them too. the people that you couldn't help. And we're, we don't, I mean, 
I still see law firms not really as aggressive um, with intake as they should be. They still treat intake as that that call center in the back of the room type thing. Mm-hmm. And they don't think yeah. of it as the as the money machine of the law firm. Mm-hmm. And all of these leads, same thing, same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's the what's nice is like if you have a good marketing strategy, it makes your intake team's job a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, your audience is coming in. They're a little bit more educated. They're a little bit more primed. They're a little bit more willing to to work with an intake team. And so, you know, it, it's it. I, I think really, uh, yeah, the two work hand in hand so well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so what's your opinion about, um, and it's not just personal injury, but it's just the first thing that came to mind because I yeah. mean, all law firms need the same, same help and support, but what about the, um, the law firms that have the typical traditional personal injury website out there mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it's all about, this is how much money we're going to get you. And it's just that, that flavor, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, it's, it it's the billboard flavor on the website. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's, it, it's not to, to me, it's not telling your audience what they really want to know, right? Like your audience doesn't care what you did for someone else. Your audience cares about whether or not you're competent enough to handle their situation, right? Like it's, it's that empathy thing that we talked about, right? Like put yourself in their shoes, right? Imagine you're the one who is dealing with some catastrophic work injury, or you're dealing with a divorce, or, you know, you're, you're, a loved one died without a will in place. And now you're about to go through probate, you know, Uh whatever the case is, that situation in that moment is the biggest, most dire situation ever in the world. doesn't matter what else is going on with other people in the world. Their unique situation is what is most important to them in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so look, they're happy for you that you got $3 million for Joe Schmo, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, what are you going to do for me? Right. How are you going to help me? Do you uh, like, do you really understand what I'm going through? Because my situation is unique. No one else has gone through this before. Mm -hmm. And so that, that messaging and, and putting out content around that and addressing that feeling is what makes for more effective marketing. Yeah. And, and here's, here's what happens is from my point of view, like listening to thousands of call recordings um, mm-hmm. from prospective clients is when you do that kind of marketing, you're conditioning your new prospective client to behave in a mm-hmm. way that we repel when it gets to negotiations time. And uh, they're like, well, you know, Jim Smith attorney said, mm-hmm. and that's what your team is dealing with the entire way. That's the image that they have. Well, and, and one thing that just dawned on me is like, you know, if someone comes to you, you know, your if your website and your messaging is like, oh, we got 5 million for this person. We got 3 million for this person. Well, what's the first question someone's going to ask your team when they come in? Well, how much are you going to get me? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't tell them that answer. Yeah, you so tell. you can't provide value. <laughs> Right. Yeah. There's no way you can provide value because you're you're conditioning them to ask the wrong questions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you would, you know, your your content, your messaging and all that, if it's addressing 
the things that they're already thinking about, now you can have more control in the conversation. You can have more of a direct conversation about well, what's going to be involved. What kind of work are we going to have to do to make sure that you get from point A to point B and get the result that you're looking for? Yeah, I, I think that um, easing their mind that, you know, you made the right decision looking at our law firm, not a law firm, but our law firm, it was the right decision. So you're okay. You're, you're on, you're in the right direction and, and putting a lot of empathy in your language and examples of empathy, um, I think is huge because most people don't trust law firms and lawyers anyway, before they have their situation, they just don't. And they're forced to make the call that they didn't want to make. And so now we have to climb that mountain of helping them to realize we're not what you think we're, we're different. And, and your marketing, your copy, your content yeah. that you do has to tell them that. Right. Uh, you know, uh, promising, and I know you can't promise, but like, you know, focusing on dollar amounts that you can get for someone is nice. Everyone wants more money. I get that. That's, that's the low hanging fruit to go after, but that it's that emotional connection, that feeling that you can create that people can really resonate with because we, we, a lot of us know what it's like to have peace of mind. And when we're in a situation where we don't have that anymore, we want to figure out what we can do to get back to that. You know, mm-hmm. we want freedom. We want happiness. Mm-hmm. And if that's the result that you can show someone the path towards, that's, what's going to resonate with them a lot more than just saying, Hey, you can walk out of here with more money than you had before. Mm-hmm. The biggest, biggest complaints from prospective clients, um, but mostly clients, is that, and if you, the Bar Association's number one complaint is, my lawyer doesn't communicate with me. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many calls that we listen to where, where Mrs. Smith is like, look, I already have an attorney but I can't get my attorney on the phone. I need to fire my attorney and hire you. And people want to know that that's not going to be an issue, that they'll be able to talk to you. And that's, that's what they're talking about. I'm constantly listening to calls of clients calling and saying, I haven't talked to my attorney. I haven't talked to my legal assistant. I haven't had an update. I've had this case for three years and I've talked to my attorney twice And this is real. This is what's happening. And these are the barriers that we have to knock down. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been in that situation recently. I, I was at a bachelor party uh, in April of last year. Uh, There was a, there was a weird intersection and uh, you know, a policeman accused me of failure to yield is a whole thing. And so I, sought out a traffic attorney in the area where I was. And one, I never actually spoke to the attorney, but the, the case got kept, the court date kept getting pushed back. And the first time the the receptionist or the intake person, whoever I was working with updated me and that was great. But then the second court date passed and I never heard from him until, and, and you know, I kind of kept waiting. I kind of kept seeing, you know, cause like I work in this industry, I know what to expect. And so like, mm-hmm. there was a little bit more runway there for me, mm-hmm. but kind of kept waiting, kept waiting, kept waiting. About four weeks later, I reached out to them and was like, Hey, what's going on here? And they're like, Oh yeah, no, everything was settled about two weeks ago. You're good. <laughs> it's like, 
this, these are the problems, right? Like, you know, and, and it's, there are easy fixes to this, right? It's just, it's an overall lack of systemization and, and automations, even just some simple automations in your CRM can go a really long way towards improving that customer experience, that client experience that people have in your firm. So just anytime notes are updated in the case record or anytime, you know, something changes, just having a quick automation to someone saying, Hey, this is update has occurred. That's it. That's that just something that small can go a long way towards creating those good, happy feelings. And guess what? It increases your likelihood of getting more referrals, which, you know, obviously helps you grow your firm. Yeah. And plus the thing that we have to be careful of everybody is five-star Google reviews. Mm -hmm. You, you want five-star Google reviews for your firm and for your intake and for your attorney and for everybody. You want them to be named. That would be like magical, but you can also get Google reviews for terrible experiences. Yeah. Even if you couldn't help someone or you can get a five-star Google review because you couldn't help them, but they were amazed by the experience. (laughs) So, so think, think about what you want. And then the other is speed. So you, you, you're doing all the marketing, you've got the right copy and everything. You're, you know, you work with spotlight branding, but make sure that when you have your opt-ins and your emails and your chats, that those people are not like sitting because they're just going to go to the competition. You know, prospective yeah. clients are going to reach out to three or five of your competitors before they make their final decision. So when they go to the chat, make sure there's a way for them to get a warm transfer to someone. When they go to opt in, some sort of technical way that they can immediately get to somebody, like get to the live person immediately, set that up. Or you have no business yeah. doing the chat. Don't even bother. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen this stat in a couple of different places. Something like, you know, if if after five minutes, if you don't respond within five minutes of that initial contact attempt from someone, your chances of losing their business increases by something insane, like you know, seventy five hundred percent. Like it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Just the the more time in between contacts and replies, the, the less likelihood that you're going to retain that person. And so, um, mm. <clears throat> yeah. And, and even with stuff like AI, you know, or, or even outsource it, you know, with that chat functionality, there are companies out there that specialize in legal chat. They've got reps 24 seven, you know, it, and it does. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that point where, you know, it, the, the quicker, you can respond and start providing that good customer experience. That's what's going to help keep those people. It's going to keep them happy. Um, you know, and, and yeah, definitely. And the other thing that you said that I want to want to hit on, it, it just is the importance of those online reviews, right? First thing people are going to do is going to go to your website. That's, mm-hmm. that's to me, in my opinion, that's first and foremost, make sure your website looks good provides a good customer experience. But the second thing that people are going to do is they're going to check out those reviews. And Mm -hmm. so if you have, uh, you know, if you're anything probably less than four stars, people Mm -hmm. are going to take pause to that. They're going to look through, I, you know, most people are, you know, going to discern, okay, who, you know, who left a one-star review because they were irrationally angry. Like you're Mm going to have those people, but how well did you counterbalance that with five stars who were absolutely over the moon and, and super happy with, with the thing that you did? Mm-hmm. And so, again, we go back to systemization. If you don't have systematized points during 
the time you work with someone, maybe it's during, uh, you know, like a halfway point, it's definitely at the end, you definitely want to just make sure that you're asking for that and make sure you make it as easy as possible. Provide them with the links to go directly to Google or Facebook or Yelp, uh-huh. whichever platform you're using and, and make it as easy as possible for them to leave that review. Yeah. And the other thing too, is make sure that you respond to your Google reviews. Yes. You know, communicate with them, <laughs> you know, respond yeah. to them. And, and the other thing too, is that inspect what you expect. So do some, do some um, fake, you know, prospective client opting in. I mean, just check <laughs> yeah. your own systems and processes. Are they working? How fast did they work? Where's the hole in the bucket that we need to fill? That's all. It's not to kind of catch yeah. people doing something wrong. It's just to to make sure you're doing what you really thought you were doing. And if you're not, no big deal. Just fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Secret shop yourself. Absolutely. We, we've done that for a couple of our clients and it's, and, and sometimes it's like, yeah, you got a great system in place or whatever. Other times it, there was real eye-opening experience for, for some lawyers because they didn't realize that maybe things weren't being done or they weren't being done, you know, to the extent that they maybe thought yeah. they were. And so, yeah, it definitely is something to keep track of. Yeah. And the, the last thing I'll say too, and then, and John, then you can tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and yeah. maybe like who your ideal client is. So the, the right folks reach out to you. But yeah. the other thing I was going to say is I think that somebody like some law firms ought to put intake on their website. And so the intake mm-hmm. department is the department that's the customer service department and the sales department. They're the first responders. And so highlight them, you know, celebrate them, turn them into celebrity yeah character and, and personalities and have, don't just have a yeah. bios on there, have bios and pictures and videos and everything of your, your intake team and interview them about their experiences and let them share their feelings on how they feel about the prospective client and the client that right there, all of that right there is like, mm-hmm. that's just like sitting down, breaking bread with somebody and helping them feel really, really comfortable about the experience and they're going to be like, oh, I, I read about Mary. I want to talk to Mary in intake. No, I want to talk to John in intake. That would be like amazing. Yeah. You know, we talked, I, I briefly mentioned social media uh, before I, before we kind of mm-hmm. got into email a little bit, that kind of stuff is social media gold, mm. you know, highlight your team, you know, make sure somebody's showing some behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. let them, let their personality shine through. Like, yes, you as the, the lead attorney, you're still the super number one star of the show. You're going to get the results for people, but those, you know, your clients have to go through the rest of your team to even get to you. So make sure that, you know, your potential clients are comfortable with every aspect of your firm. You know, one thing I talk about a lot, people are still really intimidated by lawyers and law firms. They are, yeah. It's, you know, you know, <clears throat> for years, the legal industry has kind of branded itself as this, just this big structure that handles all of this crazy complex and, and difficult to understand concepts and knowledge. And that people are really intimidated by that. They're, they're, you know, they think lawyers are these big, scary, aggressive people. And while some are, my experience, lawyers are just regular people. Yeah, they, just, they have personalities and people. hobbies and interests. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the, the more you can do to humanize your law firm, yeah. highlight the people that, that are on your team, highlight the things that are going on on a day-to-day basis, show people that it's no different than going to a doctor's office or a car mechanic or, or wherever yeah. else that people are going. That's going to make them more comfortable and make it a lot easier for them to be more willing to work with you. And, and yeah, social media is a great place to show that stuff off. Yeah. And, and, and the personalities of everybody and, you know, that it could be a lot of fun and it will be a great experience too, for your team, for your intake team and your attorneys, because they don't really feel appreciated anyway. And we got to work on that. And, and that's in, that's internal customer service, but what a great way to show them that you believe that they are the stars to make them be the stars. And, and then the other thing too, is you could um, at the same time have like interviews and have your 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 intake team sharing about their personal experiences, not just on the phone, but with their family and different people that they've talked to. They're not going to say anything by anybody's name, but that would be that would be like amazing, a great experience. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. And I don't know what you see on your end in terms of employee retention, but, you know, I know that that's a pretty big issue, especially with, you know, millennials, Gen Z, where they switch jobs Mm -hmm. every two years. A lot of it's because they feel like, you know, they don't want to be just a number. They don't Mm want to be just, you know, a paper pusher or anything like that. Like they want to feel like they belong. They want to feel like they have some kind of purpose that they're actually contributing to something greater Mm -hmm. in their job. Even if, you know, you know, stereotypically, you know, we see like front desk reception staff is towards the bottom, uh, you know, of, of a, you know, a corporate hierarchy. But if you can do a lot of things to make your team feel valued and make them feel like they're contributing to not just, you know, the growth of the business, but just, you know, actually changing people's lives and contributing to the betterment of, of the clients that you work with, that's going to help your employee retention because they have purpose and they're coming in and doing something great every day. Yeah, it's, it's true. And the marketing starts, you know, from within. So yeah, in internal marketing from one team member to the next, but you're missing the boat. If you, if you don't lean on your team to, to, for them to share their experiences and their hopes for the prospects and for the clients that they speak to and what, what they go through the life of an intake specialist, the life of an attorney and, and really just share that raw material. That could be, that could be a game changer. I mean, do TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) You do TikTok, right, John? Oh yeah, we do a lot. Yeah, we we gotta we we do a lot of stuff there. Uh, yeah, you know, don't don't roll your eyes at TikTok, man. That that is the present and the future. That's where your present clients are. It's where your future clients are. Uh, and you know, even if you don't get it, there's people on your team who absolutely get it, and that's gonna yeah, be that's it. a fun thing for people to to get involved with, and it'd be a great way to grow your presence. That's awesome. So, John, um, who would be your ideal client that that you can help? Yeah, you know, our our bread and butter is the solo and small firm client, you know, the solo and small firm law law firm owners. Um, you know, we've got we've got solutions for for revenue areas anywhere from probably 250k to to well over a million. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, just, you know, the 
the need that we fulfill is making sure that law firms are are getting as close as possible to maximizing the number of referrals that that they can get right um i if anyone out there has heard me talk before i this is my famous little stat that i throw out there mm-hmm. um 80% of your audience is willing to refer to you but only about 30% actually do so i you know i fully believe that every law firm out there has the opportunity to double their referrals right now and they're still not maxing out and and doing it through your marketing and especially the content and the messaging that you're putting out is the absolute best way to do that. Awesome. Excellent. Okay. So how can everybody get in touch with you? Yeah. So go to, you can visit spotlightbranding.com. I would actually uh, invite everyone to go to uh, spotlightbranding.com slash trends 23. That is our 2023 legal marketing trends report that just launched uh, a couple of weeks ago as this airs. Uh, It's full of data, full of uh, really good insights from law firms all over the country about what they're doing with their marketing, how they're running their law firms. Uh, So definitely visit spotlightbranding.com slash trends two three to get that and uh, check out the rest of the stuff we've got going on. Awesome. Excellent. All right, John, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And so long, everybody. We'll see you again real soon. It's Chris Mullins with the Intake Academy. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Lawyers Tell All, where Chris Mullins takes you on a journey with lawyers in the trenches who show you the realities of what it takes to succeed in this chaotic, crowded, ever-changing profession. Remember to visit our website at www.lawyerstellall.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on Lawyers Tell All.